It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. Hi, I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And we're the insiders. So, Scott, we had the big debate in Milwaukee. Uh, what's your take on the debate and the impact for Wisconsin and the impact on Milwaukee and winners and losers? Well, if you think about it, we live in a country of over 300 million people. And yet the last two presidential races have been decided by a little over 100,000 people in the right states. And 25, 30,000 of those have come from Wisconsin. So it is no surprise that the Republican presidential campaign begins in Wisconsin and will end uh, in Wisconsin with a convention. Uh, and so clearly they are doing their best to try to pitch um, themselves to the people of Wisconsin to find that 25 to 30,000 votes they need to take away uh, in order to win this state, a state that has historically been won by 1% or less. So um, with regards to the actual debate, um, I thought that, um, that uh, coming into the race, uh, that Governor DeSantis was the front runner among the second place folks, uh, the people fighting for second place behind the president. Um, and he uh, he was a steady Eddie. Uh, he was competent. Um, he didn't light the room up, so he didn't, I think, improve his position, and he didn't do anything to hurt his position. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, um, came in and clearly wanted to draw as much attention to himself than, since Donald uh, Trump wasn't there to suck all the attention away. He was trying everything he could. He was interrupting people. He was fighting with people, everything, trying to make it all about himself in the hopes that that would spike his numbers. And I'm sure that it actually it will for a while, but we've seen that before. Uh, where Herman Cain or Ben Carson was the flavor of the moment and began to fade away. Uh, among the folks um, on the stage, I was very impressed, if you think about it, with the caliber of the field. There were six governors or former governors on the stage, two cabinet members, um, a vice president. Um, that's a pretty hefty stage uh, for folks fighting for second place at the moment uh, in the Republican presidential nomination. So I was impressed with Nikki Haley. I thought she had a very good performance. She had the best answer on abortion. Um, she shamed Vivek uh, Ramaswamy as he should have been shamed with regards for his embrace of Putin and Russia. Um, I thought her foreign policy stuff came across very, very well. Her line, I will fight for girls all day long, I think, sold with a lot of people. So I was impressed with that. I was also impressed when they asked who um, thought Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th. And to a person, they said they thought he did. Uh, do the right thing on that day. Well, I guess there's one who wavered, but the rest of them did. Um, and um, I was impressed with that. And that sparked then Mike Pence's best answer of the night um, when he answered uh, that he, you know, that he put the Constitution above his personal interest in the interest of Donald Trump. When I look at that field, um, I think that Mike Pence is running to sort of correct the historical record and to let people know I really was when the chips were down, I did the right thing because he's not going to be the nominee. So why is he going through all this trouble? I think that's to correct the historical record. Uh, Asa Hutchinson probably shouldn't have wasted money on a plane ticket. 
Um, I'm sorry that Governor Burgum got hurt while he was here. I, I hope he heals up fast, but we probably aren't going to see him on a stage again uh, for a while, even though he's actually a, a very good governor. Um, uh, Chris Christie, I, I think that uh, I hope he stays in the race because I don't think Chris Christie's in it to win it. I think Chris Christie is in it to uh, shine a spotlight on flaws in other candidates on the stage. He's sort of that Shakespearean character whose role is to sort of uh, expose the character or the qualifications of people on the stage, whether they're positive or negative. And I think he was trying to do that last night. I, I think he's got to know in his heart, though, he's not going to be the nominee as well. So overall, um, I think they acquitted themselves pretty well um, and that there were some really solid uh, performances in there. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy would be the breakout, but I think he's a, he's the shooting star of this campaign, and I don't think it lasts. Well, this is the problem with eight candidates in the race. You know, Scott gave you a very short version of what happened, and yet it was long because it has to be when you've got that many people in there if you want to do a comprehensive job. And I think Scott did a good job of that. Let me also agree with Scott that I think Nikki Haley helped herself. But just as just as Scott said, probably Hutchison shouldn't have wasted the money on a ticket. I really doubt that Nikki Haley is, is ultimately going to be the candidate. And, and it's really hard because she she is talking about some serious issues. That's not what the party wants. Ramaswamy, did you see afterwards they had people who had watched the debate who were Republicans? Ramaswamy was was one of the one of the stars for them. And this guy is unbelievable. He said we should give Ukraine over to Putin. He said he's going to impose something. You're not imposing anything on Putin, nor are you going to impose it on Ukraine. You know, his his views on important everything. I'm, I'm trying to remember some the the Trump support was crazy. His position on abortion was terrible. This was not a good debate. So let me go back to a couple things that I want to I don't want to forget. Number one, they did take a shot at Milwaukee. I thought that was not smart, at least uh, early on in the debate. I don't think that's smart when you're in the home city. And they did stay away from it. But the Republican aggressiveness about wanting to go after Democratic cities is not going to play well. So it'll be interesting to see if that, I think they've tried to avoid that with Milwaukee and I expect they will, but that was, a, I was a little bit surprised that they let that sneak into the remarks at all. Second thing is, if I had to pick winners from last night, it would be um, Nikki Haley and it would be Ramaswamy. Did you, by the way, folks, did you see the smile on Ron DeSantis? Minus Gottes, as my grandmother would say, that was scary. It was it was a spooky. It's one of those smiles that they try to get actors to do when they're really the creepy guy in the show. It was, I, and I saw it not once, not twice, but it seemed to be throughout the show. And this is when you hear people saying that DeSantis does not play well when you get him in a smaller group or whatever. That seems to be a problem. And so what I did, and Scott, I think is right. No, nope, I don't think DeSantis lit it up. I don't even think that DeSantis really did okay. I mean, I think that he clearly is going to have problems going forward. I agree with Scott as well that I think it's important that um, the the state of New Jersey Republican uh, be able to be in the race and calling people out. But again, as Scott points out, he is not going to be the winner. You heard him wooed loudly several times. I thought what it put on display again is that the Republicans are divided. And what was clear, and I think Scott is right, Nikki Haley gave the best response on abortion, but abortion, as we've said before, it's going to be the issue again next year, and Republicans do not have an answer. I think they, the, the fact that Nikki Haley had the best answer, and it was convoluted and not really accepted by that audience, this is not going to go well for them, in my view. 
of course, it's always a comparison with who's on the other side. And I know we have our issues over on our side. But at the end of the day, we're talking about eight people. And the guy who was the elephant in the room wasn't even there, Donald Trump. And it looks to me like they're not going to be able to get away from him. Do you have a, an opinion on that, Scott? Whether Yeah, so any I really think from? the way you should look at this is um, uh, like the NFL. Um, we had a starting quarterback who took us to the Super Bowl in 2016. And then he didn't do so well in 2020 when there was a, a re-election. Um, and so now... Uh, he's not playing in the preseason, but we're getting a chance to look at all the other candidates and see, is there somebody who might be able to either be the backup or maybe take his place? Um, and so I think that's fine that Trump is skipping the preseason, but I think he's actually thinking about waiting for the playoffs. Um, that's a problem um, because A, he'd be out of uh, uh, shape or whatever. But secondly, um, I think that over time, as people get exposed to more of these candidates and some people begin to drop out, that people say, you know, I really kind of like her or I think he's really good. Like my, one of my favorites in this race is Tim Scott and Tim's mom uh, clearly who was there uh, clearly has made him way too polite. He, he did not. He, he is a wonderful guy, but he hardly got a word in because all the other folks were talking on top of each other. And Tim's mom told him, you really shouldn't do that. So I, I think that over time, people are going to get a chance to look at other candidates and start to feel comfortable with them. And that's a mistake for Trump to stay out too long. He needs to get into those debates before people start saying, you know, I could I could vote for DeSantis. I could I could vote for Haley. So, Scott, one more question for you. Yeah. A lot of people are Trump is going to be the nominee. How many people on that stage do you believe were running for second place? We're running to BVP. And who did the best job of that? Clearly not our friend from New Jersey. And and neither Mike Pence. I think he's had enough of that. So um, I, I think that um, no one will admit it in their heart um, that they are not running for president because, of course, they've all measured the drapes and think they would look great standing in the Oval Office. Um, but I do think that for many people, uh, the vice presidential tryouts were also held contemporaneously with the debate um, and that Nikki Haley um, performed very well there. And that I think um, Tim Scott has been performing well in that sweepstakes out on the campaign trail, but last night just couldn't get a word in. Well, guys, it was interesting, but it was too many people. It'll be more interesting when there are a few people on the stage. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Insider with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. <laughs>